Hello, welcome to tonight's, ep- or I should say today's episode of the Group Therapy Podcast. Today we have the return of a favorite, Dr. Zombo. And uh, Dr. Zombo is not in makeup, and uh, he's he's uh, almost, <laughs> I wouldn't say normal. But <laughs> yeah. This is as good as it gets, man. Yeah, the uh, the the thing is, is that some sometimes normal for us is not normal to was it what's normal to the spider is chaos to the fly. So uh, I, yeah, something like that. <laughs> I always love people. They're like, man, how do you live like this? I'm like, dude. I was like, my wife puts up with an amazing amount of shit. And <laughs> yeah. And uh, right. I am I am not a normal person in any way, shape, or form. But oh come on, we're both normal <laughs> for us, yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, I, I I do have I got some questions. I want to get into the metaphysical stuff later, but I got I got to talk to you about some stuff here. Um, I've been watching stuff at the shop, and especially going into Christmas. For some reason, uh, from Halloween to Christmas and stuff, I watched a ton of the old black and white horror films, the old Laurel, uh, you know, um, Abbott and Costello stuff with, you know, the monsters and whatnot. And, um, I, I've also went back and watched the old universals and, and, um, started looking into the lost stuff and, and some of the stuff's been found or whatever. Um, right. But, it's it's weird because yeah, I grew up as a uh, um, Laurel and Hardy. I grew up with Laurel and Hardy, Abbott Costello, and finding out Laurel and Hardy best friends, best friends to the end. They when when uh, Hardy died, oh yeah, Laurel was like, no, I'm done. We're good. Nope. He goes, hey, that was that was us. You can't have one without the other. But then I'm watching yeah. the thing. And they're talking about Abbott and Costello, and find out those guys hated each other. Oh yeah, <laughs> they fucking they despised each other, man. Mm-hmm. That's uh, kind of like uh, Jerry Lewis and uh, Dean Martin. Was it Dean Martin? Yeah. Mm-hmm. They fucking hated each other. Yeah. And they then were... when they tried to split it up, it just didn't work. Nope. But, uh, oh, my God. I- I'm sitting there watching these things, like um, uh, finding out that the first movie that the Marx Brothers were in was a failure. And they, they weren't the main. They weren't the main. They were the 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 supporting cast. But I'm like... Yeah. That's just weird to think that that the the Marx Brothers, who go on to you know be the Marx Brothers, were their first movie is a failure. Um, yeah, that's crazy. Um, it is crazy. It's, uh, I mean, everybody gets their up and comings. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? So it's e- even all the people that you see today that we admire, that we watch all their movies and whatnot. You can find them. In these supporting roles that were complete flops. Yep. You always start with the B-rated, low-budget, bad script, and you work your way up because somebody sees like that's the fucking ticket right there, and uh, it it's no different than with the Marx Brothers or anybody else. Yep. Well, George Clooney got his start in uh, what Return of the Killer Tomatoes. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> See, I also love the uh, ones that embrace it, like like Kevin Bacon. He started out in horror movies, and they were like, the rumor was that they wanted him to play Freddy Krueger. He's like, yeah, I'll do it. I'll do it. Fuck. I'm so glad he didn't. I'm so glad he didn't. He's got the right last name for it, but I'm just so glad he didn't. <laughs> but, you know, it, it, it is 
I, I, I've, like I said, been going back, watching old stuff, watching some of the old silent stuff that I haven't watched in years, um, like the Cabinet of Dr. Caligari and, and Nosferatu, oh, yeah. and uh, seeing some of the stuff, because, I mean, I grew up with the old VHS tape of uh, Caligari and, and Nosferatu, and, uh, of course, the DVD copies weren't much better. And then I was watching, they did the Criterion versions of both of those movies. And you're just like, wow, that's crystal clear. What right. the hell? And there we've come a long way. Oh my God. Well, did you, did you see they cleaned up the great, was it the great train robbery, the first Western? And they, they... I did. I saw something about that and I only caught a little bit of it because it was somebody explaining it on YouTube or something. But uh, I do like that they cleaned this everything up the only thing i don't like is the scores they're putting scores that just don't match the mood mm -hmm. and it to me it fucking ruins it because that old piano you know just really hits the fucking point yeah. and uh when you start jazzing it up and shit it just no i don't know man <laughs> I, I got i got lucky i don't know it was about 20 years ago um they did Nosferatu with an orchestra. And oh, that sounds amazing. That was amazing. They Because they kept that score really dark. And I don't know if it was music they did for that, where they got the music. Because it wasn't the music that went with like the DVD or nothing like that. But, um, right. oh my God, it was like, I'm just sitting there like, I could just listen to this music. I could, you, you have this on vinyl. So I can yeah. <laughs> Yeah, full orchestra is the way to go. I mean, if you've ever sat in an orchestral pit or in the room while, you know, they're they're practicing, which I've done quite a few times, sit at the furthest point right in the middle, the way that it engulfs the room and overtakes your senses, you can feel it mm -hmm. and hear it. You know, it's like you could close your eyes and it just, magical mystery to her, baby. Just, oh, yeah. Nice. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it, it, it's funny because that, that's one thing I, I love doing is when I when I really want to chill out, man, I'll, do, I'll come down here, I'll turn all the lights off, and uh, except for like one, I got one light that I'll turn on just for a minute, right. and I'll put, uh, I have like all these musical scores from movies and stuff, and I'll just put those on the, on the record player and turn all the lights down, I'll just kind of sit on the couch and just kind of close it, just let it all kind of permeate yeah. so yeah i i see you updating almost every day where you're like today here's my soundtrack yeah. that's the way you should do it oh yeah you know and today's soundtrack was just off the wall man i had the uh pulp fiction ghost in the shell and iron maiden <laughs> that's a hell of a fucking mix man everything except for the iron maiden i would totally listen to <laughs> everybody gets weirded out when they're like you don't like iron maiden man and i'm just like ah, it's just not for me it's just i it's the voice it's the voice the voice gets me i the the high falsetto sound that came out of the 80s i just fuck and i hear it and it's about as bad as auto-tune for me man i gotta shut it off mm. they're like, but they're so good and i'm just like fucking teacher on <laughs> oh yeah definitely I, I me and my wife laugh about that all the time because there, there's music that i love and she just cannot get into at all and then there's music that she loves right. that i can't get into at all 
And um, the big yeah. one that we always have a, a problem with is that she loves like Janis Joplin, and I just it does nothing for me. And well, see, like I said, teach her own. I love Janis, but I also like I like strong women and their voices, especially gravelly singers. I fucking love it. Uh, fucking Tom Waits, you know what I mean? Fucking Howlin' Wolf. I just love the aesthetic of the uh, the rough edge. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yep, yep. So, yep. the other one I get shit for is Journey. Everyone's like, you don't like Journey? And I'm like, fuck me, man. I don't like Journey. I don't like Motley Crue. I don't like fucking basically any hair metal band. I just... If, if you're going to play metal... And you're going to be hard. And you're going to be evil. Sound it. Oh, Don't yeah. sound like you're fucking singing fucking love tunes to a chick in a tree, you know? <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I've, I was always the, uh, um, the death metal, thrash metal guy. That, yeah. That, there that you was, go. Black metal. Norwegian. Yeah, black metal. Black metal. metal. Fucking doom metal. Whatever, man. Shit. And, um. I, I do. I'm not gonna lie. I went back and started listening to some old hair bands because it was just kind of a throwback. Right, right. When I'm like, yeah, I remember that. That wasn't bad. It yeah. Um, but yeah, metal, thrash metal, death metal, and all that is my is my go to. Um, not found yeah. out like the stoner metal and the doom metal and all that fun stuff. So. Yeah. Know. <laughs> it's good stuff i mean fucking kiss i fucking thought they were amazing shit until the 80s hit and i was like god damn it <laughs> and i was like what, what was it phantom of the park or something you know oh the movie the time that... where they were you know just good i i i am a uh i'm not a big see, i kind of fell off the kiss wagon when i got when i got older it was just one of the ones that kind of yeah but creatures of the night with uh uh that that album still holds up man um and it's like that album didn't do well for him you know right whatever <laughs> like i said everybody's got a, a, yep. a flavor and a taste and uh nostalgia for certain tones and tunes i mean everybody in school was listening to fucking you know megadeth and shit and and uh pantera and they're just like well, you looked apart. You're probably into this shit. And I'm just like, I'm not, man. I'm not. I listen to the fucking Stooges. Listen to fucking, uh, <laughs> ah, fuck, uh, Alistair Frazier and fucking, you know, Andreas Bullenweider and fucking, you know, <laughs> Bach. Like, you know. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Th that, that was what was funny. Um, a couple years ago, when I, when I had a regular, well, more than a couple years ago, about 10 years ago now, I had a regular job and uh, we were allowed to listen to our music as long as it, you know, no one complained. And um, I always hooked up my stereo and I actually had a stereo. I bought it at a garage sale on my way to work one day. <laughs> so I have these big ass speakers. I took it in. No one said anything to me. So I just like, hell with it. And um, I'm sitting there listening to, uh, um, um, Two Steps from Hell, and some of these, like, these big orchestral, like, epic, you know, and everybody's just like, what are you yeah. listening to? I was like, man, I was like, this this is music, get you pumped, get you, I was like, it's the end of the day stuff when I got to keep my heart rate going, because I mean, I'm going to bed, I was like, I get it. Yeah. Yeah. 
and these these big sounds and everybody's like you listen to this stuff i'm like yeah and then they walked back one day and i was listening to uh um uh wagner and they were like are you listening to charge of the valkyries i was like I didn't set out to listen to that. That just came up on my <laughs> list. <laughs> but yeah, 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 yeah. even if you did, yeah. even if you did, fucking good for you. Oh yeah, and uh, it's funny because my my buddy makes fun of me about that one. He's like, "Man, of all the people you gotta like, that's the the one." I was like, "Nah," I was like, "Man, that's one of the ones that get you motivated." It's, yeah, yeah his stuff is like so I, powerful. I do some of my best work while I'm listening to classical. I mean, I literally listen to classical and jazz every day. Um, but kind of like you, my taste from minute to minute will change. So, you know, one minute I got, you know, Gorgoroth screaming in my ear. And the next minute I've got something like Bach or Mozart playing. Or then I'll flip and go to some Charles Mingus or Miles Davis and then head off to the east and uh hear somebody wailing you know it's it's good shit oh definitely i'm uh i was on a i was on a big uh 70s uh uh blaxploitation soundtracks a while back so i was listening oh, dude those are fucking amazing i was listening fucking to amazing. uh shaft i got cleopatra jones yeah Superfly. that's a good shit oh yeah that that's the shit where you're like getting ready to go out and you're like i'm a bad motherfucker now <laughs> i feel like i need a suit and the whole thing and get the hair off. oh hey i got them i, I got them here <laughs> i i don't even i don't even own a suit anymore i uh that's the bad part about it i own too many fucking clothes man I was like, why you got so many clothes? I was like, why not, dude? I got a fucking... I blame it on the show. I need costumes. Yep. <laughs> I, uh, my, mine is, is that uh, I, I, I belong to the uh, Joey Ramone um, theory that uh, jeans, t-shirts, and uh, leather jackets never go out of style. So No. No, they never do. Hey, you know what? Honestly... The only thing that should go out of style are fucking taper bottom pants. I don't know why they're back. I don't. We all did it. We all did the fold over roll up. You know what I mean? But like, it should have never came back. Pastel colors. Why? Why? What the fuck are these kids thinking? It wasn't cool then. <laughs> the one the one thing I can't believe came back and I'm hoping it goes away was them big ass Jinko jeans. With the, the 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 three foot wide pant leg, <laughs> hey, you know what? The only reason why those came back is because everyone's shooting up everything, and fucking, it's a great place to put guns. There you go. I used to, I used to have a pair of those that I wore all the time, and they weren't Genko because I was broke, so it was like some fucking Fubu or so. I don't even remember what the fuck. But the only thing I dug about them is I could put a forty in each pocket. And fucking walk down the street and nobody would notice. So I could get drunk all fucking day long and nobody ever fucking noticed. I'm not gonna lie. The one of the funniest things was you're talking about putting a 40. I watched this kid at a grocery store and he had his big old Jinko jeans and he's sitting there looking around. He opens up the thing, you see him slide one of the forties in one pocket. Yeah. Open he slides the 40 <laughs> in the other pocket. And he just kind of walks out the store. And I'm like, I was like, what if that kid's gonna get caught? Nope. Nope. There he goes. Fuck no. <laughs> the only thing I will have to say is wearing those pants in Phoenix, Arizona in the middle of summer, 
I don't think anyone realizes, oh, well, they're they're loose, they're airy. Fuck no, man. Those are like two stovepipes. Your, your legs end up looking like fucking sticks by the end of the goddamn summer because it just sweat out all the meat. No, the heat comes right up those pants legs. Yeah. Fucking horrible. <laughs> uh, shit. Oh, man. But it, it's, it's funny seeing shit going backwards and everything else like that. It's insane. Oh, you just wait. It's going to get... Oh, dude. <laughs> don't even don't even get me started because I'm telling you if you ever want to fucking see the game that's being played right now they literally have redone the 80s down to a fucking T I was watching a movie the other night I can't even remember what the fuck it was it was one of these cop movies you know somebody's selling dope and everybody's getting all fucked up and dying I had never even heard of fentanyl until recently. And I'm watching this movie. This is 1985 it was made. Guess what? The big drug that was killing everyone on the street. Fentanyl. fentanyl. Oh. I mean, every fucking ounce is just a repeat of the 80s. And I blame it on these turkey neck motherfucking white dudes running this country. Because just like everybody else... I don't want change. We got to take it back to a time where we had control and understood what people were doing. And it's working. And it's working. What the fuck? Where's the flying cars and shit we've been thinking about? Oh, my God. Ugh. Anyway, I could rant on about that forever. <laughs> Continue, my friend. This is your show. Just, oh, my God. That, 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 that this is just conversations that 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 I have with my friends too at the shop. That's the worst part. We we had the whole conversation about the the uh, um, flying cars. I was like, man. I was like, I thought for sure by the year two thousand, we'd have at least like some company would release like a, a like a land speeder, like a Star Wars style land speeder, right? And nothing yet. Here's the beautiful part. They are there. They've been there. I mean, we literally were dealing with, like, water-powered cars and shit. I mean, the first electric car, Jay Leno owns one. And, I mean, that shit came out in, like, 1902. Yep. And we're still dicking around because a bunch of white, turkey-neck motherfuckers running this place said oh no we've got this building and we got this process and we don't break we don't break the mold because it took us too long to get here that's like you got the fucking money switch over make more money that's the unfortunate part man we could be changing the fucking world right now and they could be making just as much money because guess what just because you go green doesn't mean you can't fuck people over. I mean, in my mind, keep fucking people because you're going to. Just do it differently. Just make some advancements while you're fucking us over. Right. I don't, I don't want them to screw people over. I'm just saying, to get our way, feel free. Just do it right so we don't all have to go live on fucking Mars. A desolate dirt mound with no air like that makes zero sense to me 
Well, you know, what's funny is we were talking about the old movies here earlier is I was watching old sci-fi and it's funny because they're like, in the year 1990, we're oh, already... <laughs> we're exploring the outer reaches of our galaxy and I'm like, ah, dude, we ain't even back to the moon yet. No. <laughs> We could take a lot of nice pictures, but yeah, we ain't, we ain't bothering. I mean, isn't the moon closer? I mean, it might as well be Mars. Yeah. At least it's a different color and, you know, it doesn't have dirt storms and shit that will kill you. Oh, yeah. I don't know. That's just, that's my thought. Talking about old sci-fi, I think it is Forbidden Planet. And it always blows my mind. Because uh, Leslie Nielsen yep. is the starring role in that. And all I could think about is Naked Gun. Yep. Every time. And, and, and we, we have the ongoing joke that Leslie Nielsen never looked young either. No. he. I mean, because when he made uh, Forbidden Planet, he was probably in his like late 20s or something like that. And he right. still looks like a, like a 50-year-old man. He... <laughs> But here's the best part. He never got older. No. Because even when he, he was like... Stayed. Even when he was... I think he was like... When he passed away, he was like almost 90. He still looked like he was still like that 60-year-old guy from... <laughs> right. Right. I it. I have a theory that there's a Hollywood robot. And Michael J. Fox is the only one that malfunctioned. Tom Cruise just keeps on rolling. Uh... What's the other uh, George Clooney? I still think he's secretly going to come out as a serial killer later, but that's my own theory. You know, do you ever see the picture they put with Tom Cruise that showed like all of his old uh, um, the actresses that were his love interest in older movies and how they've aged, and he's just still sitting there. This looks almost exactly the yeah, same. yeah. The, the only the, reason why he's the spokesman for Scientology is because they all pooled their money together to give him a new microchip, man. He's just he's just rolling on. He'll, he'll outlive us all, and he'll yeah. still look exactly the same. <laughs> oh, I fucking hope not. God damn. He'll still be making them uh, 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 Mission Impossible movies. when he's Yeah. If Keanu Reeves wasn't such a cool motherfucker, I think he was one, too. I actually had to retract my ideas on him after a while, but yeah, when when all this stuff came out about him and and how he's like all the money he's given away and all the stuff he's done for people, and you're just like, oh, okay, yeah, maybe maybe There's a couple Bill, of them out there. Maybe Bill and Ted are being excellent to each other. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I watched the newest one that they put out. And, you know, I will be the first one to admit, I don't know if it was nostalgia or what. I literally teared up at the end of the movie, and it wasn't even that good of a movie. No, it was a, it was a fun movie, but it wasn't great. And I don't know if it was... Um, It was never going to live up to the hype, because, you know, we waited 30... <laughs> How can some, you? Yeah, we waited 30 years for it. You were never going to get it. Right. And... um watching them guys come back together and have fun with it. And you're just like, yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I, I bet, I bet his, uh, I forgot what the, his co-star Alex winter. There you go. Yep. I mean, he was probably shits and giggles. He was like, I did the lost boys and I did this. 
and he's he did a lot. He directed a lot. He kind of got out of film, but he did I, do one of my favorite movies, Freaked. If you ever go find Freaked, that's fun. Yes, that's a great fucking movie. <laughs> yes, uh, I just saw I just saw one the other night um, that you would like, and I have to look it up now. God damn it, Danny Elfman's brother wrote it and it's bizarre as shit and most of it seems like it's done like stage play mm -hmm. one of the main characters is tattooed from fantasy island wow oh dude it's when i look it up i'll send you a message you gotta yeah, yeah. check it out heck yeah i uh although i'm like recently like the last like two weeks for some reason i got on an italian going to spaghetti westerns Oh, and so I've been watching. I've been watching all these old Franco Nero movies. <laughs> They're amazing. Oh my God. They're well done, and yeah. and knowing that there's like when you realistically there's no budget. There's you know they bring in like one American actor to to basically sell it to an American market, and knowing full well that there's no dialogue being spoken on set, and they still pull it off. It's still good. Yeah. 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 It's it's all about lighting camera angles mm -hmm. and almost the lack of uh dialogue. When you take that out, like I'm a huge Clint Eastwood fan. I, I just to me, some people dig fucking, you know, John Wayne. Oh, I'm I'm and I'll tell you. Yeah. He he he's he's good. He's got some good catchy one liners, but it's the lack of dialogue. That captures your interest and mystique with Clint Eastwood. Well, I'll tell you the one that that I hadn't watched in a while, and I re went back and and I've, I've it's so long. I, I've been watching it in, in pieces. Uh, but what uh, Once Upon a Time in the West? Yeah, with that whole opening man where they're at the train, and it's and there's no dialogue. It's just a lot of close ups with people's mm -hmm. eyes twitching back and forth, and 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 yeah. I, and I, I, a friend of mine directed a Western recently and he, we were talking and I told him about, I was like, man, I was like, I was never a John Wayne fan. I was always a, the Clint Eastwood, Franco Nero. And yeah. I, I love my Italian Westerns. The American Westerns are, are okay, but knowing full well how dirty the old West was. Right. And the Italians got that down pat and they right. had no problem with showing a close up. Of the guy with like the dirt in, the, in his beard yeah. and, and on his face and the sweat, you could almost smell him through the screen, right? And they got that, and you're just like, "That's amazing that 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 a you know I, I for lack of a you know these foreign guys came along and got the Western I think better than the Americans did who lived it, <laughs> right? Because we're we're always trying to clean shit up and yep. make it hokey. You know, and it's like they were like, that's not the way we view it. Nope. You know, and Americans didn't either. Nope. The only problem was is the studios were like, we need to be family friendly, blah, blah, blah. And it's like the other movies were too, but they showed the grit. Mm -hmm. You know, and that's that's pretty good. The the one is is that you always see the guy because in uh, the American westerns. The heroes and all the villains all had a big mouthful of pearly white teeth. And yeah. 
Yeah. <laughs> and then you get those later Western where yellow and there's like eight of them. And that's yeah. It. Yeah. Because it's more realistic. Yep. <laughs> Crazy dogs. That's like an American doing a British movie and everyone's got straight teeth. You know? Oh, yeah. <laughs> that, that, that's one thing. I, I, I'm a, I'm, I love Christopher Lee. And it's, I yeah. grew up on the, on the old Christopher Lee Hammer films. And, and yes. you know what? But what was always funny about him is his top teeth, perfectly straight, look good. But then you got top, and his violent teeth would be like, I'll jack. <laughs> oh, yeah. I, my, my teeth look like that now, man. <laughs> top teeth, fine. Bottom, man, they overlap like a son of a bitch. Uh, my mom freaked. My mom worked at a dentist office. I didn't have a choice. <laughs> right. <laughs> I just started going to the dentist recently, man. Fucking hate it. Really? <laughs> But uh, yeah, the, getting back to the westerns, yeah, there was just something something better about the fact that they they took it. I I wouldn't say in a more realistic term, but that make them look more realistic, make them look dirty. Yeah, yeah. They had an eye for very particular characters too. Like they didn't just pick anybody; they picked the people that had the most defining features. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Um. Who was the guy who played uh, Ben Hur? Uh, Bald. Uh, uh, was uh, I know his fucking name? Because I thought Ben Hur was uh, um, not Ben Hur. Sorry, uh, he's he's the bald dude. He was in Magnificent Seven. Oh, Yul Brenner. Yul Brenner. There you go. Yeah. You know, like that's a very distinct looking guy. Oh yeah. But it adds, it adds to the ambiance, and it adds to the, uh, I don't know, the unforgettable scenes. Oh, yeah. You know? You got somebody that looks like that, they don't need to say shit. All they got to do is look across the room, and you're like, oh, yeah, I get what he's going for. Oh, yeah. Charles Bronson was the same way. Oh, yeah. Just do that squinty yeah. eye. You know, it's kind of weird. My grandpa looks just like Charles Bronson. Oh, that I swear guy. to God, they, they, that new guy that that popped up. Which one? There, there's a new guy that popped up who who looks like Charles Bronson. Looks exactly like him. Oh, really? Yeah. I mean, <laughs> it, it's spooky. He even did a uh, um um a Death Wish knockoff movie, and basically, really? yeah. I mean, he he is insanely. I have to look that up here. Let's see. Do, 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 do. There we go. Charles Bronson look-alike. Go. There we are. Uh, Robert Bronzy? <laughs> Shut the fuck up. His last name is Bronzy? That's what is. Yeah. It's... Uh... Yeah. Let me, let's Man... See. Somebody in Hollywood gave him that last name. They yeah, were like, they both are side by side. Oh Jesus Christ! Yep. Yeah. No, that's that. That's ridiculous. Yep. Wow. Hollywood robot. Yep. <laughs> He's back. That's what I said. That last his last name is not Bronzy. You know it's not. No. Uh, how about Bronzo? Oh, it doesn't it doesn't really stick. How about Bronzy? I mean, what Bron? <laughs> Come on now. 
It's Bronson. It's 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 S I N. It's the S O N. <laughs> yeah. Uh, truth be known, it's Bronkowitz, and it was never Bronzy. <laughs> I think the Chinese movie market had it best when they brought in all the Bruce Lees when he passed. Yeah. Away. <laughs> I mean, we got Bruce Lee L I, Bruce Lee L E, you Dragon Lee. You had. <laughs> yeah. Did what was that movie where the guy he, he uh god what was it uh brother from another planet no i think it's my name's bruce leroy um um uh, the 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 um bruce leroy from enter the Dr uh uh um no uh, um god damn it. i it's 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 the um the the um God dang it! It's got uh, sh uh, shown off the Shogun of Harlem in it. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And Bruce Leroy, man. He, last Dragon, the Last Dragon. Yeah, right. <laughs> Bruce Leroy. Yeah, that's fucking uh, great shit. Oh my god, I love that movie. I just rewatched that a while. <laughs> <laughs> I just, There's so I just, many good ones out there. I, I've I've been on an old ass movie kit. Well, not old ass movies, but like um. The old sixties and seventies spaghetti westerns. I've been watching the old sixties, um, early seventies um, horror films, the uh, Italian and British horror films, and uh, some of them are uh, um, uh, uh, crazy to watch. When you've uh, what we were talking about before we started recording, uh, <laughs> since I've been able to do that. <laughs> Uh, but, uh, oh my God. Now, um, there, there, like I said, there's a lot right now. I'm, I'm, I'm digging on some of these old things, especially stuff I missed. I, I didn't, yeah. I, that's, of all things, I've been watching, uh, uh, Tubi and Plex and I've been going I, back. I've been watching the hell out of Tubi. Uh, you can dig deep on there and, yep. uh, I'm actually pretty impressed. I'm like. Yeah, you got to put up with the shitty commercials, but like, at least they're putting out the shit that nobody else will. Netflix, yeah. you can literally watch anything worthwhile, and it's over for the next two months. You know what I mean? Oh, they yeah. may put up some other bullshit, but when when life today gets so oversaturated and redone and redone and redone. You want to feel better about yourself? Just shut the shit off and go go to the past. And by the way, uh, unfortunate for you and me, those old those old movies that you're talking about are some really old fucking movies now. <laughs> they really are. <laughs> we literally are watching the '80s being redone right now because it's old. Well, what was it? Um... Nirvana is classic rock now. Oh my god! Yeah, yeah. yeah you want to fucking feel old? There you go. Well, that's like we're sitting there and um, I'm listening to some music, and somebody looks at me and goes, "Oh, you're listening to Dad Rock," and I went, "The fuck you say?" <laughs> <laughs> I listen to Dad Rock, but this ain't Dad Rock. Come on, let's go check yourself at the door. <laughs> ain't gonna be fucking calling me no fucking Dad Rock. That's about as bad as you know. I'm happy. That a couple chicks have actually told me, like, because I was wondering, what the fuck is this dad bod craze shit that I keep hearing about? It's bad enough every dude with a beard thinks he's a fucking Viking. 
Okay. And it's like, I'm sorry, the Vikings are gone. If you had to live that lifestyle, you'd shoot yourself because you couldn't handle it. Yeah, yeah. You can lift heavy shit and wear a top bun and grow a big beard and work out and all that shit. But, uh, oh, yeah. yeah, go get in a fucking street fight. See what happens. You know what I'm saying? Yep. But, uh, I had to ask this one chick. I was just like, what the fuck is his dad bod shit? So do I have a dad bod? You know, took a picture, my shirt off. And I was like, do I classify? She's like, no, you got more like one of those uh, sailor bods. I was like, what the fuck is a sailor bod? (laughs) Apparently it's, uh, I don't know. I, I guess I'm some sort of Neanderthal in my build. You know, it's, it's like, not tone, not dad bod, just burly. I That's guess. A, I, I I came to the conclusion, and I looked at my one of my buddies because he 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 knew exactly what I was talking about. I was like, I I realized as I get older, no matter how fit I get, no matter what I eat, to try to kind of get a little bit healthier and work out and stuff. I was yeah. like, I'm never going to be jacked. No. I, I don't have that in me. It's not in my family. I was like, I'm going to be built like a 1970s wrestler. I'm gonna, yeah. <laughs> Uh, precisely what i'm talking about. yeah i'm yeah. a little thick in the middle <laughs> right right and i think i figured it out when we were kids i don't know about you all talk for myself but when we were kids and the kids around us and shit like that were growing up we worked on cars we lifted heavy shit our parents were like get the fuck out in the yard and go pull that fucking tree out you know yep. now chop it up and clean the fucking yard. Go dig a ditch. You know? So we were naturally just kind of beefed up. We mm-hmm. were never ripped. We were just beefed up. And that dragged on until we got older. And then the newer generations, they played video games. So, I mean, they don't have T-Rex arms yet, but... Uh, they never fucking went and lifted weights and shit because you know somebody was like, "It's okay, sweetie. You don't, you don't need to participate in those things. I'll give you a note." I wanted a note too, but nobody fucking gave me one because they were like, "Get your dead ass up and go do something." <laughs> yep, you know. Oh, I always made my kids. They had mow, go out and mow the yard, do all that yep. fun stuff, clean up Break that shit. Yep. <laughs> I didn't have kids for no reason. <laughs> pull your weight yeah. you want a video game go work for it i'm straight God. <laughs> <laughs> ah. there we go uh always getting off topic what always are you doing to me <laughs> okay so we'll <laughs> get back to this whole thing i've been We've been talking about parallel universes and and dreams being alternate universes and all that fun stuff like that. What last time we talked, I've been reading and, and getting into some more stuff lately. And um, one of the theories is is that why we have the Mandela effect is that for a brief moment, the two universes were so close together that the one little thing that differentiated those universes was maybe the the spelling of Berenstein Bears and Berenstain Bears. Right. That that was the only thing in it. So these two universes slowly folded back on each other and became one universe again. So that's why we have the Mandela effect. 
is because it's the people who were still existed from the other universe and our universe don't quite a hundred percent mash up, but it's just that right. one little iota that keeps us different. Would you like to hear my theory on that? Let's hear your theory on that. That's what I want. So, to I don't the the fold part is is a terminology that I really don't like because the thing is is if if you look at Hawkins, if you look at like Michio Kaku, um, hell Neil deGrasse Tyson, um, Carl Sagan, all these people kind of had the same idea that we have these multiple multiple universes happening at the same time, multiple realities. Mm -hmm. And what we've been talking about is in dreams, I feel, and this is my theory because I don't like to say anything set in stone because we could all be wrong. Yeah. But just like the Mandela effect, when you're heavily immersed in one dream and you wake up, there's that in-between that split moment, that that waking mind, where sometimes this universe that you're a part of and supposed reality intermix. Mm -hmm. So it's to me the fold uh, is a weird terminology, just because, and I know that's what how they use it, but it's a simultaneous thing. You know what I'm saying? So. Yeah. <clears throat> and our interpretation is not that they're getting intermixed. It's the way our brain is processing. You know what I mean? So if you take the idea of everything that we do is in the past. Yeah. Five to 15 seconds behind because our it takes our brain that long to process, mm -hmm. which also inherently allows for misinterpretation to happen because there's a lag, right? Mm -hmm. So you take that lag in our interpretation and it jumbles up what pretty much is very clearly there. Mm -hmm. So say like the Berenstein, Bernstein, Barrett, because mm -hmm. that's a really good representation of that. You put those side by side we see it as one thing. And if you look at it, it's, in my mind, it's more of our interpretation of it being mm -hmm. wrong, not that they're two different things in two different universes. It's the same thing. We're just interpreting it wrong. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's almost a mere effect. The only difference is, is the lighting's off. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, and I mean, that's all hearsay anyway, but it's, it's an intriguing idea. Um, and I really do believe that there's multiple things happening at once. And I yeah. really honestly do believe that time is kind of a farce because if you can make it stand still here go here and at the same time have everything going in the past mm -hmm. before we can recognize it then what does time actually mean well you know it's the whole thing at times an artificial artificial construct created by man mm -hmm. and because yeah. 
you know, in the deep cosmos and everything else, time makes no sense. No. Um, so it does in standards, but the thing mm-hmm. is, is we as human beings have to explain everything with a beginning, a middle, and an end. Mm-hmm. Therefore, time gives us the sense of a timeline. Yeah. If we would stop trying to explain everything, time no longer exists because we allow for the mysteries to be the mysteries that they are. Yeah. And there's a lot of things that we should probably just leave fucking mysteries because it's created a lot of fucking problems here on our earth. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. The funny thing about we were talking about time, um, this comes from a, a comic book I read. I know it's bad, it's a comic book, but it was um, why Thor treats the Avengers differently than the other Avengers treat everybody else, and that he they treat him is because he is perceives time differently. So right. every time he meets up with the Avengers, you know it could be. Two days later for the Avengers, but it could be a lifetime for him because he perceives time differently, given the fact that he's from a different realm. He's, you know, a god. But I'm like, man, that's that's crazy that that's in a comic book is this a throwaway line. Right. (laughs) Well, I mean, we were talking about sci-fi movies. Mm -hmm. Okay. Unfortunately... Creativity, creativity is everything to me, mm-hmm. and I'm really on a staunch stand with trying to keep people uh, motivated to keep their creativity going in a day and age where AI has literally said, you don't need to be human, we can do that for you too. Mm-hmm. And we could do it better and faster and more brilliantly. And all you have to do is go, and I'll come up with something great. And you can say it's yours and move about your business. Just like comic books, just like sci-fi, just like painters and writers. We are the ones that dream. They, and when I say they, I talk about the greedy. I talk about the uh, tyrants. Mm-hmm. They are the ones that steal from us. We don't steal from them. They steal our ideas and say, hey, that works. We've already got it planned out. We put out movies for 50 fucking years. We know what scares people. We know what doesn't. And we know what they'll do because we've already told them how to act. And thank you, artists, because we took your idea and we put it into play. How many sci-fi movies have become reality in one shape or form or another. You have 1984, George Orwell. If that didn't play out to a fucking T, I don't know what did. Yeah. Is that by chance? Is that seen in the future? Or is that taking from his context and building a future off of it? Oh, yeah. Because it makes money. Well, so... Soilet so green? the person who wrote the Thor comic mm-hmm. was using their imagination, their creativity, mm-hmm. things that they have thought, things that they've contemplated. You know what I mean? So it's not bizarre to see it there because you're seeing an aspect that you've pondered 
mm -hmm. in a form of creativity that, that's unadulterated. So be it a comic book or a cereal box, it doesn't matter. There was an artist somewhere that was contemplating that same thing and put it into play. Yeah. And um, before, before I forget to tell you this, um, remember me talking about going in my dream, I was able to go into a video store, find a movie, pull the movie off the shelf, read it and everything. It's like, okay. Is that your first time? Huh? That That's my first time to be able to like, that I've held it, that I've been able right. to keep it there. I mean, it's there, it's still there. And, um, I've been able to kind of go back to the video store and look at the, look at the, 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 the tape. And like I said, it was a VHS tape in my dream and look at the back of it and look at the front and get the picture. And um, I'm working on the script for Good. that movie. And uh, I'm talking to some filmmaker friends of mine and telling them about there. And they're just like, well, you see, this movie doesn't exist. What is going on, dog? You're all, of course it does. Yeah. Just not here. Yeah, just not in my universe. And I was like, maybe I made it in another universe, and this is this universe is Paul catching up with, <laughs> right? <laughs> you, you'll make people's uh, eyes go crossed if you start saying too much. But no, good for you. Yeah, and uh, this is bad. All, all the all the dogs now have to be all up on me. So, uh, I what? Yes. Okay. All right. Jeez. What? What do you need? Come on. Let's go. I don't know what you need. He's going again. You're just outside. You're not going back don't out. Don't get chat. What do you think about all this? I think it's crazy talk. No, I don't. I believe every ounce of it. I love talking about this type of shit. I do. And you should too. You should talk with your friends about it. But, uh, you know, we, we could powwow about that later. See, I'm going to wait because uh, he could be back in man. I don't want to get caught talking to you on his show without him because that's just fucking weird, right? Really? Continue this later. <laughs> Sorry about that. Oh, it's all good, man. What? Go eat. I don't know what your problem is. <laughs> they're, they're being super needy right now, and I don't know why. Go. Go. All three of them decide they got to be right underneath me now. Yeah, it's because you're talking. I'm telling like, you, every time I start doing this shit, my cat starts fucking coming around. It's like, you're not paying attention to me. You're paying attention to somebody else. What the fuck? Well, um, I, I, congratulations, I'll, too, by the yeah, way. Thank you. Um, I, I'll set up to record my other show, and I'll have the camera over here and over here. As soon as I move the cameras and turn everything on, my wife's cat starts meowing. Oh, yeah. And I don't know why. bastards. Almost like that. Yeah. So, but... um. No, I, I, with the, with this whole, I, I've just been on a, on a big parallel universe kick recently, and it started out as a joke because of, of something I did on my show. Uh, right. I started I started making all my characters are all connected to each other, but they're all the same person from parallel universes. And You're trying to steal my ideas, <laughs> and. Uh, well, and the best part about it is I've got it even better because there's going to be other people that will show up as me Good. <laughs> in other Good. later episodes. Um, and uh, no, I, and uh, I've got to say something. I, I, with my character I created with my wife, that character's been around forever. Uh, 
but I, I, I do got to admit, I, I, uh, I, I took little, little bits of our conversations and, and a little bit of your characterisms and put it back into mind for my show. I know. <laughs> I, I, I look at it as an honor, man. Yeah. Look, if I can inspire anybody in any way, shape, or form to think outside the box and create, I don't give a fuck if they say every line I've ever used verbatim. Now, I will get up their ass and be like, come on, come on, be original. Right. But at the same time, that's good. It's kind of like with art, you know, I talk to some people and they're like, oh, I got to watermark my shit and do this and that before I put it up because I don't want somebody stealing that. You know what? Steal my art. Steal. I don't care. I made it. It's there. It exists in my world. And if it exists in yours now and you feel so blessed to have it that you had to call it yours, then so be it. I hope I see my shit stolen and on a shirt somewhere or somebody tags it up on a wall. Fine. Good luck. <laughs> but, you know, have fun with it. Oh, yeah. It, it's, you know, you get to the whole thing was that um, uh, imitation is the uh, greatest form of flattery. And, you know, you're like, evidently my stuff is good enough that somebody looks at it and goes, yeah, you know what? That needs to be my stuff, too. <laughs> yeah. Hey, and the worst part about I think the only part that's bad is when people start to imitate your stuff nine times out of ten, that's the only gratification you're going to get because the people that are truly involved I'm not going to name names or point fingers or whatever, but even in the horror community, whatever, mm -hmm. they'll never explain why they don't want to talk to you. But then you'll see little attributes of what you've done pop up with them. And it's like, that's good enough for me. Don't talk to me at all. I don't give a fuck. You're doing what I did. <laughs> you can admit it or not and say it's all already. That's fine. I know what's going on. That's good enough for me. So ignore me. Act like I don't exist. That's fine. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, um, years ago, I wrote uh, a comic book and the, uh, the artist that was working on it um, finished the first issue and then disappeared. And it's one of them ones where I always thought about, man, I'll be pissed if I ever go to a convention or if I ever get, you know, my book pops up somewhere, you know, like I'll be buying right. a collection and all of a sudden I'll look and be like, fuck, that's mine. I wrote that. Right. But, but then I thought about it and I'm like, you know what? Evidently, it impressed that guy so much that he had to steal it and run off with it. So, right. <laughs> right. You know, it does it does suck if you're trying to make a living off of doing stuff, whatever. Mm -hmm. That's why I like to tell people I refuse to be a starving artist. Once you start mixing business and pleasure, it becomes a murky soup. Mm -hmm. And it no longer becomes fun. Now, yeah. granted, I do want to make money off my creativity, but there's a fine line. Like, for example, right now, I'm still in my four-month hiatus. I do not do the show for four months right after Halloween because, mm -hmm. A, the holidays are a pain in my ass. 
I don't do anything for him, but it's a mental time to really contemplate a lot of shit. Yeah. Um, There's a time and place for everything. And, you know, life is too fucking short. Mm -hmm. It's too fucking short. And people don't understand it's getting shorter. It's getting shorter. Well, I tell people this because I I joke around and and I'm not really joking around. I was like, my... I have a lot more days behind me than I do in front of me. Yeah. And, you know, I'm out having fun doing what I do. I enjoy what I do. Uh, last week, I'm not going to lie, I was going to put a show together. I had every intention of putting the show together, and it felt like a job that day. And yeah. I was like, nope. Yeah. Not, I don't want to do it. It feels like feels like work. Yeah. So. Yeah. I'm the same fucking way, man. Mm-hmm. I mean, we're doing this because we want to be doing it. Yeah. The day that it feels like we don't, we just don't have to because living by some, like, for example, say some odd, totally rare chance that the Monster Channel was like, oh, we would like you to be a part of our thing, which they never will. There's, I guarantee you, I don't know what it is that I have done or created that they hate so much, but there is only a handful of the guys like yourself and Mad Bloods and, and, and you know, Doc Dredd and shit that actually are into it. Mm-hmm. The rest, I don't think they want anything to fucking do with me. And that's fine. Oh, I'm They want to keep things wholesome, whatever. I, I got no problem with that. Because my trajectory is built on my own Mm -hmm. and I need zero fucking help to get there. You know what I mean? Oh yeah. I I, I know exactly what you mean. I know that there's people out there that, that some of the horror hosts have taken me right in. They're like, you're part of it. And there's other ones that are just kind of like, well, no, you're not really. And I'm like, you know, I show what I want to show, how I want to show it. I don't worry about stuff. I do my cartoons, I do the sci-fi show, and then I do the horror one with my wife because we have fun doing it. Yeah. And uh, I only do it every once in a while to have fun. Yeah. And it's something that my, I actually got my wife into, and I'm like, wait, I got her to do this. Yeah. You know, some people get so wrapped up in uh, protocols. Mm-hmm. And in the horror community... Why does there need to be a protocol? Aren't we supposed to be the freaks that broke the protocol? Oh, don't yeah. don't gentrify being weird. <laughs> you be weird any fucking way you want. And I got no problem with the Monster Channel. I don't. I, I think they're doing a fantastic job. I think they got great people on. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a good fucking community. I wish I could have been more a part of it. But I just, uh, I, I'm a lone wolf, man. I'm going to fucking roll on my own. Well, what was funny, um, I was thinking to myself the other day, you know, I was like, man, I was like, if I, I thought about just having another show where I can just kind of bullshit and, and come on there with like the same person every week. I was like, man, I was like, man, I would, if I was going to do that, it would be with you. You'd be the one I'd reach out to. To do a show where we just, you know, bullshitted and, and talked. Oh, thank you. Insanity. And um, I have I have a handful of friends 
you know, in my everyday life that I can just talk random ass shit to. And the worst part about it is one of of them is literally my my son because we talk about all (laughs) kinds of stuff. And then online, you know, I got I got you. You you are kind of like me and you talk here and there like, we'll just pop up, you know, no show, no nothing, but it's like, yeah. hey, how you been? You know, blah, blah, blah. And, and, uh, yeah. and every once in a while, I'll be thinking about, man, I need to talk to him about this. This is weird. I, I'm having one of them moments. <laughs> hey, I, I'm honored, man, because one of the things, like, I, I personally hate fucking Facebook. I always have. And it's one of the hardest parts of doing this show mm-hmm. is I'm not a hugely social person. But I care. I don't particularly like people. I always say that, and I'm trying to I'm trying to change that narrative. It's not that I don't like people. I don't like the human condition and what it does to people. Yeah. And I feel that it's my duty, and I would be a complete farce if the doctor did not listen and did not offer this conglomerate flesh bag full of sometimes useless information but just because i may think it's useless doesn't mean that somebody might not get a morsel out of it and make them think oh yeah. and that's that's the goal that is the goal to everything it's not to scare people it's not to no the underlining thing creativity think use your own brain break the fucking algorithm you are not a machine. You are a human being. There is a child in there that wants to play and be free. True freedom. I, I have to quote Charles Manson. He said multiple times, you can lock me up. You could put me in a box. It doesn't fucking matter. I am never here. I'm wherever the fuck I want to be. That's true freedom. The internal freedom of thought and imagination and foresight and i'm adamant about it mm-hmm. because we give in and we give way to what sells us on an idea of happiness integrity status oh, yeah. and it's sickening because everybody is getting lonelier and lonelier and lonelier and the only reason why is because they can't take the separation from what we're told to what we feel. Yeah. Well, my wife and I were talking the other day and, you know, I grew up with one of these parents that were go to work, yep. you know, go work at a factory and you work at that factory until you die. And, mm-hmm. And, you know, oh, it pays good. It has this, it does this. And I'm like, I don't want to do that. You know, where to get them? Yeah. You know, I, I don't want to live to work. No, you know, and, and yeah, I, you know, but it's, it's for myself doing what I do now with the shop is, you know, I go to work every day. I can take off when I want. I can go do whatever the hell I want. Yeah. I just go, you know what? Today I'm not working. Next Friday, I looked at my son. I was like, Joe, you want to work? He's like, yeah. I was like, all right, I'm leaving. I'm going to Michigan. I'm going to wrestling. Yeah. So, and man, 
I, I go to work every day. Or not every day, sorry. I have a schedule that works for me. Mm -hmm. I do 312s on the weekend graveyard because I wanted to choose something completely against everything I grew up doing. Mm -hmm. I I would wake up at 3 in the morning, I'd drink some coffee, smoke fucking 50 cigarettes, get in the car, go to work early, make sure all the machines were ready for my employees to come in, sit down at the round table, and yeah, 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 yeah. And then wheel and deal hundreds of thousands of dollars back and forth between machinery and customers. I did that for so fucking long. And you know what happened? I ended up drinking three times harder, getting in more fights, going to jail, and becoming psychotic because I was fighting against who I am. Mm -hmm. And then I realized none of it matters. You work to make some money to play the fucking game just enough to fucking get by. And as soon as you got enough, don't be greedy. Cut the fucking cord. Take a back seat. Put it towards creativity and that freedom of thought. You know, when I go to work, I'll be running eight machines. Giant fucking room-sized machines. Precision parts. Do you think I'm thinking about any of that while I'm doing it? Fuck no. I'm building my entire show. I get paid to write my show. And nobody even knows that they're doing it. Because I work to live Work less, live more. Because at the end of the day, you're still just dust in a fucking box. Yeah. And nobody's going to pat you on the back and be like, oh, he's a hard worker. Yep. Great. Oh, of course, my camera freezes up. No, that's, Look at that. That, that that's might fucking be horrible. <laughs> well, the bad part about it is my, my internet. Oh, yours did too. Yeah. You're, you're, you're frozen on my end. Um, my internet. And you're froze on mine. Yeah, been going down all day, but it says I still got a signal. We are frozen. I don't know. Let me see. So, um, well, I think I think we're stuck. hold on. I'm going to stop video for a second. Yeah. All right. Oh fuck you! Is it not coming back up? Uh, hold on. I got everything readily available. I just need to unplug the camera, plug it back in. Okay, let's see if that does a trick. All right. There we, we go. We are back online. We are up and running. Yeah. Um, my wife was the one. Um, a few years ago, I worked... Not a few years ago. Shit, it's going on close to 20 years ago now. Um, I had a job. Never missed a day's work. I was in there and I hated it. Miserable. Yeah. Matter of fact, I went from, uh, I went from, I'd been sober, I think like five years at that point. And that job drove me back to drinking. And as they'll do. And of course, I'm one of the people that, that I am not a good drunk at all. Um, I, I started out as happy Paul <laughs> at first. And then there's that weird, okay. <laughs> yep. It's on. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and, uh, it's it's funny because people now know me now and and uh, I'm I don't drink at all I you know and and they're like man I had a friend of mine he goes man you want to go out and I was like no dude I ain't I ain't had a drink in almost eight years now yeah and same uh, here. and it's I, I like I like the clarity that I, I never like the had. clarity 
Yeah. Uh, the only thing I miss. God damn, I don't go anywhere. I, I don't. I can't. I. It's hard for me to hang out with people, and I'm kind of happy I do the show because at least it gives me excuse. Mm -hmm. um, other than that, I, I had to drink to have fun because I was missing the big picture. Yeah. I cannot put up with 80% of human beings and their meaningless chatter. My, my, but it all makes sense. Three fucking sheets to the wind. You're like, yeah, man, fucking yeah. football. <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> yep. Oh my god. Well, it, it, it's it's my, my wife's my wife's bad. She tells me that uh, um, I, I have a bad habit. If I, if I'm done talking to people, I just walk away. I'm like, yeah, yep, we're done. And I walk away. Yeah. She goes, you don't realize. I was like. I don't mean to do it. It's not me, but I, that conversation has ended or run its course and I'm done with it. And I'll walk. Yeah. Away. Oh, dude. I, it's not even that I don't realize I do it. It's that I don't care. <laughs> Probably the you know? Yeah. It's like, if you're saying something that fucking strikes my interest, then write the fuck on and I'll give you a little bit. But when it starts dragging on and on and on, I'm just like, dude, I, I, I can't put up with this. This is fucking retarded. Like, what are you talking about? You know? Oh, yeah. Somebody got a case of the Mondays working hard, hardly working. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> Go back to the fucking water cooler with the other goons. You guys could talk about football scores and jerking off or something, dude. Like, come at me with something or don't come at me at all. Because if you don't have something tangible going on upstairs... I don't want anything to do with you. You're a waste of my fucking time. You're everything I'm against. Go get a fucking, go get a thought. Yep. Come back. Even if it's half-assed, just give me something. Something I can taste. Heck you yeah. know? Well, that, that's that's one thing I like about, I, I have a, a pretty close-knit group of friends. And I, I got a couple friends I only see every once in a while because of our job, or because of their jobs or whatnot. But we still have deep, conversations yeah. and we can be not around each other for two or three months boom we have a good deep conversation it's like it's called a searcher yeah that's a searcher that. searchers can we've talked about this before searchers mm -hmm. and sitters man you got sitters that just fucking want to exist and you got searchers that want to know more they're never done looking oh you know yep i we're I, a different uh, breed I, as I tell people, I was like, you know, I never went to, I, I went to college briefly and it wasn't for me. And I was no. like, but I love to learn. And they're like, well, you, you study everything. And I was like, yeah, right. Why didn't you do good in college? It's like, I hated the atmosphere. Because it's fucking, it's sterile and confined mm -hmm. and rigorous. And here's your protocol. Why? Maybe I don't want to learn about this today. I want to learn about all of this today. And by the way, I want everyone who watches this, hard work is a necessary thing of life. That's just it. Mm -hmm. The difference between hard work and, and striving and doing it for somebody because they told you to mm -hmm. is two different things. And we all have to do what we got to do to survive. So it's not a knock on people that work hard mm -hmm. or are stuck in a situation where they can't leave it or whatever. It's the point of making the disconnect. When you leave that job, you need to realize that it means nothing. 
when you go home. It means nothing. It is there for a reason. Yeah. And I have to I have to tell this to coworkers all the time. Oh, I don't get it. Oh, I, I learned all this extra shit and they bounced me around from machine to machine to machine and I'm still not getting a raise. How'd you get a raise? I was like, they never hear from me. I told them day one, you want a good employee? Don't talk to me unless I did something really wrong so I could rectify it. Don't micromanage me. Don't worry about my breaks. Leave me alone. And you will get the same exact performance every day. Just leave me the fuck alone. Act as though I'm not here. And you will never hear me complain because I don't give a fuck. I already weaseled the money that I need from you. I don't want your promotion. I don't want your attaboy fucking $5 gift cards. I don't want to be recognized on your email. I don't want my birthday on the fucking screen in the break room. I don't want to come to your barbecue. I don't care about your secret Santa. I don't give a fuck who had a baby or who got promoted. Act as though I don't exist and make sure that fucking check shows up in my bank account and we're all good. And you will get a great fucking job. And you know what? It has worked swimmingly. Last job, last regular job I had. I went in. I just happened to be really good at my job. And um, I took right to it. I worked at a printing company. And um, at a certain point, I did. I never worked really that hard. I mean, don't get me wrong. Every once in a while, you know, yeah. just because time crunches and stuff, you'd have to work a little harder. Of course. But I had it down pat that, as we talked before, I was like, I had my stereo set up on my desk. I would listen to music. And if I wasn't listening to music, I was listening to... Stupid things like uh, um, uh, Ground Zero and uh, um, uh, Coast to Coast and stuff like that. Right. And um, reading. You know, I'd, I'd read a book. I'd read about a book a night, give or take. And um, yeah. but I still was good at my job. And at one point, they realized I was only there towards the end, three days a week, because I, I wanted to leave, but they wanted me to stay. And I was mm -hmm. like, oh, you know, it is extra money. I don't easy enough i'll just stay yeah so i i was working three days a week i was still doing getting more done in three days goofing off essentially than the other guys were able to do in five killing right. themselves right and you know they'd come back there and mo most of the bosses realized you know you just i'll just leave them alone you get shit mm -hmm. done but every once in a while, you get the one guy that they 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 yep. brought this one guy. You know, he got that little promotion, so he oh, thought dude. he would he was over everything, and he'd walk over there. And I'd be reading. He goes, "Oh, is it your break time?" I'm like, "It is now." <laughs> yep, yep. I'll I'll take I'll, I'll take all the fucking breaks I want. Mm -hmm. The other secret to the ooze that a lot of people just don't comprehend because they've been told. You need to kiss your boss's ass. Mm -hmm. You know, the way that we're talking right now, this is how I talk, talk to everybody. Everybody. Doesn't matter if you're a child. Doesn't matter if you're an old lady. It doesn't matter if you're a pope, the president, or the fucking judge. You're going to get it the way I give it to you. You don't dig it, fuck off. You want to do something about it? I'm right here. 
I tell them all the time, every time we get a new boss with a big head on us, well, are those safety glasses you're wearing? I'm like, yeah, the Anzi fucking things right there, dude. Fucking, what do you want from me? Well, you know, you shouldn't, should watch your language. Why? You're not an adult? You've never heard this shit before? <laughs> it's on every TV channel. What the fuck? What? So I tell them, I heard this beautiful phrase from a temp that we had. Older lady. She was like, I, I don't care because you know what? I was looking for a job when I found this one. Yep. And I was like, I am fucking stealing that for life. I... I, I can I can I do I use that at my old job when I was when they had us working all summer, twelve hour days, mm -hmm. six days a week, eight hours on Sunday, and uh, I missed an entire summer and didn't even realize it. I just my kids were in school, then they were out yeah. of school, and then they were going back to school, and it felt like it was a week. Yeah, and um, I walked in, looked at my boss, and I was like, um, "Yeah, I'm not doing that again." And he's like, what? I was like, no, I'm not working every day. I'm not working 12-hour days. If you need it for a week, maybe two weeks, yeah. I'll help you out. Whatever. I understand that happens. An entire summer, not happening again. And he goes, well, what are you going to do? I was like, I'm going to quit. And he's like, well, you know, you've been here a while. I was like, dude, I found this job. I'll find another one. Yeah. And he's suddenly, he's like, oh, okay. And... um that was the last time I worked that I told him, I was like, I'm done. Yeah. And you that's, know? that's the thing. Some people, we were brought up, like you were saying, mm -hmm. you know, our parents taught us work hard, do all the overtime, never miss a day, go in mm -hmm. sick as a dog. Well, yep. look how that's fucking treating yeah. people nowadays. Yep. Now it's crucial to people's life and death. We are forced to go home. Mm -hmm. And that's the thing. If I'm sick, I'm at home. Mm -hmm. If it's snowing outside, I'm not fucking going to wreck my truck to go into a job that will still be there when it's thawed. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. I don't do overtime unless I need extra money. And I'm even choosy about that because the moment you give in, yeah, they take you for everything you got yep. and you get nothing except for what you rightfully worked for. You don't get a promotion. You don't get a pat on the back. They don't say, no, there's a guy that's going places. Nope. They're like, there's a workhorse that's going to take it up the ass and not say anything about it. So yeah. I refuse. Yeah. That's the way it was when I told you that job I had that, that caused me to start drinking again. Yeah. That's what it was from. When I, you have to alter your consciousness to a very bad place just to get through a daily grind, mm -hmm. it's time for another fucking job. Yep. Period. It just is. Money is not everything. And it doesn't matter how much you think you need. Look at these assholes up at the top. It's still not enough. No. Don't that should be a up. clear sign. Yeah. How much is enough? I'll tell you. Enough to get by. Maybe a little extra here and there. Fine. You go any further past that, it comes at a price. You sell your soul more and more for every dollar you get. Well, we had the discussion. Somebody goes, oh, you know, sex work. You know, I couldn't do it. I'm like, dude, you sell your body every day you go to work. Yep. What's you the know? difference? 
I got I got bad knees from it. I got bad elbows and shoulders. My body screwed up. And so do they. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and you know, and they made more money in a shorter period of time than right. I. Did. And um I was like, You're telling me? I was like, shit, they're doing still work, man. I don't care yeah. what you're doing. Yeah. So I don't know how many times I see it where uh people throw it out there, they're like, you know, this guy over here, he only does you know, he he dicks off all day and he still has a job and gets paid. Like, God, what a lazy son of a bitch. Well, here's the here's the problem. Are you mad at them because they're lazy? Are you mad at them that they're smarter than you and they work less and still somehow get by and get paid? Mm -hmm. Because quite frankly, I realized if it doesn't concern my job performance, then I don't give a fuck. Let them hide in the bathroom watching porn all day and get paid for it. Good for them. They found Good the for them. Yeah. You know, that's their responsibility. That's their game. Everybody's playing a game. Mm -hmm. It's just, are you good at playing the game? Or are you an idiot who runs around in circles breaking your fucking back all day to, for what? Yeah. You know, I get, I'm sorry. I, I, I get irritated about this shit because it's like people are so fucking blind. They're oh. so blind. I, I, they get behind some rhetoric that their parents told them or the government or fucking a televangelist. There's like, this is the truth and it's the only way. No, it's not because the entire world's been doing different shit across the board for fucking millennia. Mm -hmm. And you know what? The only thing that is left behind when all said and done, your money's not. The rich aren't. You know what's left behind? I'll tell you. Art. How did we know about the Romans? I'll tell you. It was painted on a wall. How did we know about the Egyptians? It was painted on a wall. Their master craft with their hands and their imagination is all that will be left to tell the tale. And guess what? It will talk about the assholes that made it to the top. Maybe, if they're lucky. But their money's not going to be there. Their cars aren't going to be there. None of their shit is going to be there, and they will no longer exist. And it's beautiful because the artist, the creative type, the thinker are always the ones that get shit on first because I don't daydream. I work for a living and I go to work and I wear, I wear my blue jeans and I wear my Carhartt jacket and that's it. I never dress up nice because why would I? Uh, I don't wear that fancy shit. I don't go shopping. I make my bitch at home do my cooking and cleaning because I'm too stupid to do it myself. You know, go fuck yourself. Go jump on your imaginary horse you don't have right off into the sunset with a Marlboro hanging out your fucking mouth. Beat your kids and kick your dog because you're so goddamn important. Guess what? You're the first one to get lied to and the first one to fucking believe it. Oh, yeah. You well, know? it's like the people I have, I've had a couple people that I, I, I used to know and they're like, Oh, it must be nice to be able to do what you do. And I'm like, yes, it is. 
I've worked real yeah. fucking hard to get where I'm at. You know? <laughs> yeah. Why wouldn't I be proud of that? I was Don't like, be jealous. Oh man. As I, and I tell people, I was like, you know, I work hard and there's days where I, I bust my ass. I don't, I'm not killing myself. I'm not working in a factory. My body isn't taking a beating like it was. And um, I'm doing it for me and my family. I'm not doing it for the 25 people above me so they can make money off me. And then you got the guy at the top making money off me. Yeah, my distributors make money, but you know, I'm making money. Hey, everybody's got their game. Oh, yeah. You're making it and you're doing good at it. Oh yeah. It's funny when like people when people hear what I actually do for a living because the first thing that will if they have enough balls to do so will be like maybe you should get a job or you know because it's the first conception. You see tattoos, you see the way I talk, you see the way I dress, whatever. I must be some fucking deadbeat, right? Oh, I fuck waste your time scribbling on canvases and shit. Do you know what I do for a living? And they'll be like, probably work at McDonald's part-time, huh? No, actually, I'm in the aerospace industry making ceramics and uh, semiconductors for fucking the military and fucking the entire goddamn country. I have to have clearance just to walk into my plant. I have over 25 years experience as a plant manager where I've ran three of my own businesses. And I did it the whole time looking just like this, talking just like this. And I always, always made time to be a fucking freak. Never once did I clean up my act for anyone and I refuse to ever do so. So... For all you viewers out there that think you know something, you don't know shit. Do not judge a book by its cover. It might open up and scare you with big words. <laughs> oh, man. Well, I, I had years ago at, the, at work, I had this one lady. And I didn't know about it. It got back to me later. And uh, I was in the break room, which I never used our break room. We Press room was ranked completely separate than the rest of the, the plant. Yeah. But every once in a while, if the, you're you're behind, you're like way ahead or something's down, the machine's down, you just go take a break and you'd actually go in the break room. And yeah. uh, I always just read, kind of kept my head down, read books all the time, you know. Um, and uh, I guess one of the ladies was complaining to somebody and they're like, oh, you see what he's reading, blah, 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 blah. And they were like, so he's reading. And they're right. like, well. Look, you know, he's and they're like, you do know that, and they start listening. I was like, yeah. He goes, uh, you know, I've raised money for this, and and I've uh, helped people, you know, all this stuff. And they're like, but I've never gotten credit. I've never taken credit for it. I've just kind of always like, yeah, yeah, all right, yeah. You know, I did that. Um, you know, when we do our comic book shows and stuff here in town, I raise money, and I'll just walk in places, and they're like, what? Well, it's like, ah, oh, just don't pickle Comic Con, you know, whatever. I'll hand it off to them, and like, yeah, here, Merry Christmas. I'll walk out. Yeah. And uh, I I actually, for the first time, they made me take a picture one of the last times I did it. It's <laughs> like, I don't really want to take a picture, hey, handing you money, but here we right. are. Um, and he's like, you know, he's done all this stuff like that, and they're like, oh, because, you know, they look at me, I had the, the, the beard, and Oh, yeah, actually had hair then, and and, and uh, tattoos, and and the 
heavy metal shirts or whatever, you know, right. I'm at work. I didn't care what I looked like, you know, I never understood that. No, uh, it's, it's the misconception. This is why, this is why the human condition bothers me so much. You need to, I, the friends that I do have, I look for a spark. If I see a, even an ember that's glowing, mm-hmm. I will try to flame that ember. Because the thing is, is it doesn't matter who you are, what color you are, how you identify, what the fuck ever. I even have a problem like, look, man, there are so many classifications for fucking everything. Here's the way I look at it. Sex is sex is sex is sex. Doesn't matter. Doesn't feel good. Right on. Stay away from fucking kids. That's all I, I give a shit. Leave the innocent alone. Yeah. Other than that, have a fucking field day. Oh, yeah. Religion. Believe whatever the fuck you want. But remember, the guy next to you may not believe the same thing. Doesn't mean that he's a piece of shit or he's on the wrong path. It it means that he has a different spiritual feel and outlook. Mm Me, I'm not a religion i don't have a religion i don't have a sexual preference i don't go by shit i am a human being i like to fuck the universe is my god that's it that's it but we got to put everything kind of like we were talking earlier is we have to make a base Mm -hmm. that makes us feel proper like time We have to have a beginning, a middle, and an end. And if people would just understand that this is preconceived, pre-calculated, and and mass-distributed throughout our whole life for structure, and just threw it all the way, we wouldn't have so many fucking problems. But that will never happen because that would create world peace. And who the fuck... That's not profitable. There's no money in that. Yeah. No, there's no money in that. Nope. You know? And I really do feel that in the uh, next upcoming years, Americans are going to find out really fast, really fast, what it's Uh like. Quick, are going to stop bitching at each other over stupid shit. And they're going to start pulling together because they have no fucking choice. And you can quote me on that. Yep. Oh, man. Well, on that note, I think I'm going to get ready to call it a night because my internet is starting no to run like shit. Um, hey, we've been going for a while anyway. Yep. And uh, I am uh, 100% honest on that. Is uh, I would love to down the road maybe do uh, another show where it's like, me and you do a show here and there and i'm uh, down yeah do I, I i'd like to do something live one of these days uh on one last note before i let you go yeah i am seriously i'm going through some life adjustments right mm-hmm. now um i don't want to give away too much because uh it's nobody's fucking business yeah but i am still looking and trying to figure out how to pull off next this upcoming year's Halloween Spooktacular mm-hmm. live. I want yeah. to live stream it while it's actually happening live on stage at some place somewhere. Yeah. Hopefully it fits the bill. Cause like 
it can't just be some little bar or something. It's got to be something yeah, ominous. Yeah, yeah. yeah we, we talked so, about that well back. But yeah, um, I'm always down to do anything with you, brother. Fucking, it's always a good time talking to you. And uh, yeah. hey, anytime, anytime. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And uh, I, I, I'm going to cross my fingers because if you're talking about trying to get over here in Ohio, that would be awesome. Because uh, there's some aerospace stuff over here, too. So I know. One of our plants is over there, actually. Which one? I can't say. Oh, I can't say. Uh, <laughs> uh, I'm not, I'm not going to lie. My oldest son, he's uh, um, he has to have government clearance to go to work every day. Yeah. Uh, he works in uh, uh, military... He's doing the same thing he did in the military, but now he's doing it for uh, uh independent contract well contractor. Um and, and he probably knows all the same fucking people. I don't know why anyone would give me clearance to anything ever. There's no fucking re <laughs> like that just goes to show where our country sits right now. <laughs> Dude, at one point I had government clearance. I used oh. to uh I this is about all I can say on it is uh I made technical manuals for nu for nuclear submarines. That's fucking amazing. And uh, I couldn't tell you the. I, I could see all of it. It's all there. But yeah, it's all ITAR sensitive shit. And yeah, and, uh, uh, had to be. It on is. It, it, it's remarkable. And the best part is, all of the people that work there, including upper management. One night when I started the Zombo show, I texted every single one of them a link to the fucking show. They all know it's me. So I, I, I openly talk shit and they watch it and they're like, that's a guy that works with us. It's fucking great. Oh, yeah. I give two shits. <laughs> Thank you for having me on, man. Hey, thanks for coming on. And uh, we'll get, I, I, I don't know why, I, I, I'd like to do like a monthly talk with you if that's possible. That's fine. Cool, cool. All right, man. Start, send, send me the lineup. Tell me what you want to do and let's fucking roll with it. Sweet. All right, I'll get it figured out. I got my calendar started over here, and I got some things, other things going on, comic book wise and whatnot. Month Take your February, time, man. We'll we'll get it. So we ain't right, dead right. yet. Yep. Cheers, my friend. Later, my friend. Take care. All right. Have a good night. You too.